Alrighty, everybody. Happy Thursday. Week number two of the NFL season, Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, tonight, my Giants head into San Francisco, stay on the West Coast, and uh, we'll play the San Francisco 49ers, uh, who under Brock Purdy during the regular season uh, have continued to roll on. And uh, even though they were given a good test last week against the Rams, but yeah, week two getting ready to kick off, and uh, obviously was the other night, Monday night, you know, all hyped up about two Monday night games, uh, and then unfortunately, boom, Nick Chubb goes down, uh, a really ugly injury that uh, I happened to be on the radio with a friend, uh, Steph, uh, when it happened, and um, he immediately grimaced, at least I could tell he was grimacing, and uh just a really ugly and sad part about uh, NFL football, especially to such a good kid like Nick Chubb, who you and I know is uh, one of the most talented running backs in the NFL. Yeah, it's a, it's a shame to happen to anybody. Um, gruesome, gruesome injury, you know. Uh, player like Nick Chubb, really my favorite player in the NFL, such a humble, un- understated, unassuming type of player, just such a different type of player. He's really a a throwback player um, and see that happen to anyone, but especially a player like Nick Chubb is just, just brutal. But uh, this is what's been happening. Uh, you know, the, the first two weeks has been a real demolition job um, of, of these injuries. And uh, tonight's example of as well with the Giants playing without Saquon Barkley, but Oh, I hate to say it, Wiz. I hate to say it. You know my view on running backs, right? And that's where most of the decimation is occurring. Well, absolutely. And the thing is, you know, the one thing that I think has happened is a lot of these running backs were like automatic first round picks in fantasy drafts, I think. There's been a little bit of a changing of the guard, but, you know, players like Nick Chubb and Saquon Barkley are obviously going to be picks that are going to be taken in the top 10, 15 picks of any fantasy draft. So you're still uh, really in, in a bad spot. But the league moves on. The fantasy football moves on. There are free agents to pick up. There are backups to those players. And uh, that's part of what we're going to talk about right now. Yeah, and trades have happened and free agency signings. And, yeah, just I, I think the, the point is – this this is week we're through two weeks right so uh, buckle up everybody because this is a long season and uh, unfortunately it's going to continue so yeah so let's get right to waiver wire with uh, quarterbacks you know, I, you know again Joe Burrow is a quarterback that that would have gone uh, probably top five to seven quarterbacks in your leagues uh, he's nursing a calf injury problem is Joe Burrow plays on Monday night. Uh, so I think if you're a Joe Burrow owner, you probably should be making some other plans just in case. I know they gave a little positive spin today uh, that, you know, getting some extra days of rest and obviously practices for, for them. It's the first week of practice. He did not practice today. But, uh, but I think if you're a Joe Burrow owner, you better make some plans. And, uh, you know, at quarterback, I think uh, if you need some players, there's, there's definitely a bunch available. And, uh a couple of guys have played pretty well. Anthony Richardson also going down. If you were one of those teams that was counting on Anthony Richardson, uh, who was looked like he was on his way to a monster week last week before a concussion knocked him out. So, Wiz, who do you have a quarterback as far as pickups and options this week? Yeah, I mean, it's difficult because you want to see some of, you know, who's going to be starting. I mean, you know, Gardner Minshew is capable of having a big game uh, as well. Um, the, the thing is, you know, if you have um, – Joe Burrow, I mean, you're kind of like 
really in a spot where you almost like have to think about taking um, the the backup quarterback uh, for the Bengals and then ride it out till till Monday night. But uh, I have seen some waiver wires where like Russell Wilson is available. I mean, I don't know in how many leagues, but I have seen him available. But I mean, at this point, um, I think I think. You know, the Brock Purdy's and the Howells are kind of all off the waiver wires, and you're really kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel at this point, especially a quarterback. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, again, maybe Jordan Love's hanging around there, and a few of them. I think they, I think Ritter's an interesting for this week, Who, if, if you need a quarterback in a matchup that could potentially be a high-scoring game. Uh, that's a, that's a player that I might look at if I needed to do something. So that's uh, that's the way I see it. Uh, running backs, a whole nother story. Was uh, obviously we talked about it already. Chubb going down. Uh, Kareem Hunt in some leagues is owned. Some leagues don't allow players that aren't on rosters yet. So he's uh, he's obviously a pickup as the Browns uh, re-sign him. Uh, the trade of Cam Akers certainly changes the complexity of things both in Minnesota and in uh, Los Angeles, where Kyron Williams will certainly be the lead guy going forward. Uh, and obviously uh, in Minnesota now, you know, how that workload gets broken up because there's a lot of familiarity with the player, right? Uh, the, the, the yeah, Kevin O'Connell was yeah. the offensive coordinator when Cam Akers with the Rams and they won the Super Bowl. But the thing that I would be concerned about is if I was an Alexander Madison uh, owner in fantasy leagues is, is, is the trade is part of it. But once you start seeing quotes from the coaches that we still have, we still have confidence in Alexander Madison to me, that's, uh-oh, now it's time to really panic when you see stuff like that. Yeah, and there was some ugly stuff, Wiz, that went on on social media. I mean, Madison had a tough night uh, against the Eagles. Uh, fumbles and just not – I think the Minnesota Vikings are the only team in the NFL right now without a rush of over 10 yards in the first couple of weeks. But there was some ugly stuff on social media. We don't need that kind of crap. I mean, these guys are human. And, uh, yeah, unfortunately, Madison has not played well. Tyson Chael has not done much. And I think the Minnesota Vikings were forced to do something. So, Jerome Ford, uh, again, uh, if your waiver wires haven't taken place, that's that's obviously a target for, for Nick Chubb. Uh, you and I, I think, both agree that we like him over Kareem Hunt. Uh, if you need a one- or two-week guy, a Zach Moss, uh, got all of the carries, uh, got all of the playing time last week. Uh, Jonathan Taylor not not quite back yet. Uh, that Eckler situation is a must. David Montgomery going down. Craig Reynolds is a guy that maybe people should look at. Kendra Miller, the rookie out of New Orleans, with Jamal Williams going to be gone for a few weeks. And it looks like he's going to play split time with with Tony Jones. Those are guys that I kind of have my eyes on. I'm running back with. Yeah, that's really it. The Ravens guys. <clears throat> um the Browns guys, I mean, I don't know what, you know, is going on if, if, if Gus Edwards is out there, but there's just Justice Hill now is missing another day of practice. Looks like he may miss week. The Ravens are really running out of running backs. Yeah, you, you picked up uh, last week uh, in our league for the Ravens, right? You picked up the kid. Um, I picked him up and put him on my IR in every league that I could do it in. Uh, um, Keaton Mitchell. Keaton Mitchell, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because he, he's just interesting to me, and I, I've seen enough of the rest of these guys. Like, I've seen enough of them. Like, I think at this point we know what they could do, and I want to go with the fresh face. And when he comes off the IR, maybe he'll get an opportunity. We'll see what happens. But to your point, I think, you know, like Tony Jones and 
Andre Miller may get a real chance, first opportunity back. I mean, this is big for him because Kamara is going to be back in week four. So he's going to want to play well. And, uh, you know, I, I think he'd be a type of player that I would put a flyer on. And the other thing I'll say, you know, not that he's a free agent, but, like, this is a real opportunity for Jameer Gibbs, I think, uh, if you have that player in your league without uh, Montgomery available. I just think, you know, maybe he's going to be able to get an opportunity to show his full array uh, of of his arsenal. And uh, so that that would be a player that, you know, I think can really have a two or three window opportunity to really produce a lot. But as far as the other guys, I think you kind of hit on them all. All right. Now, one thing I did see was uh, Austin Eckler on his podcast this week. He actually took, talked about it from a completely fantasy perspective. A lot of players don't like to do it. Eckler said he owns himself <laughs> In, in one of the leagues that he's in. It was a really funny excerpt, but uh, he said he's coming along nicely. He's not rushing. Long season. Uh, you know, Kelly, as you called last week, was a big old busto in, in that ball game. He really didn't do much, but uh, but it was interesting. against those Titans. Yeah, really yeah, the, the, the Titan Titans. rushing attack. one of my uh, sweet uh, prop plays on the 50, 20 half yards. But yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, no, I, I get where you're going with – with this, and um, yeah, Eckler is really, not only is he willing to talk about fantasy football, he loves talking about it, and you know, listen, it's it's frustrating, right, when you hear him say, like, you know, it's day-to-day, it's week-to-week, on these ankle injuries, like, you're never quite sure, and you don't want to rush the player back, and then he, there's a setback, we've seen that time and time again, so if you own Austin Eckler, you know, hopefully you have Kelly and you could, uh, you know, survive the next two or three weeks. Yeah, and look, uh, you mentioned survival. That That is part of what this is. Fantasy football is part of survival, and you you got to be on top of things. Uh, moving on to wide receiver and tight end was, um, uh, I don't know what the hell's going on with Christian Watson, but uh, I, I picked up Justin Reed in one league and, and put him out there last week. Uh, in the first week of the season, he didn't do much last week, two touchdowns. Uh, that player shouldn't be on uh, waiver wires. Tank Dell uh, with Noah Brown going down uh, for the Houston Texans. Impressive efforts. I want to watch the. I want to watch the injury list because I know uh, Josh Reynolds, who again we've talked about chemistry with Jared Goff. He definitely has it. Uh, we mentioned him last week, but uh, he, I'm not sure he's going to play yet. Kansas City situation is worth watching again. Uh, the fragile flower that he is. Kadarius Toney is hurt yet again. Sky Moore was dropped by a lot of uh, teams. He did only catch really a long pass. and He caught a long pass at the end of the game, and he caught one touchdown. But again, uh, a player that is on the field a lot. Adam Thielen had a big game the other night. Uh, nine targets, seven catches. I think the Giants are going to start u- using Jalen Hyatt a little bit more. and They better start doing it tonight. Uh, we'll talk more about that uh, when we get to the game. Uh, Tutu Atwell, maybe people didn't believe in it, we know about what's going on with Puka setting all kinds of records. But those are guys that I was looking at tight uh, at, at receiver, tight ends. Zach Ertz is on his off, uh, is off to a great start, and uh, as old as he is, uh, he is a dump off target in, in Arizona. Wiz, yeah, he re- he really is, and uh, I, I don't know if that's playing against the Giants or what that looked like, or um, but he he did look he did look good in that game. Just some of the receivers. Devontae Parker came up in week two and looks like Mac Jones uh, has has some confidence in throwing the ball to Parker, so he is someone to watch. Uh, I'm getting the impression that Odell Beckham's probably going to miss some time. Uh, Nelson Aguilar got in there, and if he becomes um, 
a regular in three wide receiver sets. He could be an interesting pickup for for, for uh, waiver wire ads. And I'll tell you a player who I like at tight end this week. I kind of like Taysom Hill this week. Um, I just think with the flux at running back, you're going to see a lot of carries from him. You could run the ball against Green Bay. Uh, you always have that ability of getting the touchdown once they get in there. They go to that offense where they put him back there and they put Carr out as wide receiver. And then you have also the ability that he can fake the run and he's going to throw some long passes. He does that as well. So if you kind of like trying to bind the tight end or your tight end that you started has been disappointing, I'm going to recommend Taysom Hill uh, – as a, as a spot start for this week. Yeah, Taysom Hill, he basically was playing running back on a bunch of plays last week. Um, so, yeah, I, I would expect more of the same thing. Uh, I did have his name written down, so I, I completely agree with that, uh, that he could be an influence in this ballgame as well with uh, Jamal Williams being gone. All right, let's get to the... Unless you had something else you want to talk about with waiver wires, are we ready to get to the game tonight? No, I'm ready to get to the game tonight. I'm kind of, you know, look, this is a game where it's going one of two ways, right? Either the Giants kind of feed off of that comeback last week and that emotion. Obviously, they stay out west and they're able to kind of build on that and keep this one somewhat competitive in a short week, uh, which we don't know what's going to happen with Brandon Ayuk. Uh, as I mentioned, uh, the Niners are off to a great start as Brock Purdy continues to win uh, as a starting quarterback in the NFL. Or this could be a just complete demolition uh, with the fact that Barkley's not playing. I, I, I this, this is the one thing I will say. I don't think any of those three guys that play running back tonight, whether it's Brightwell, Breida, Gray, are going to make any much of a difference. I think the Giants, are going to, if they're going to stay in this ballgame, it's going to be Daniel Jones moving out of the pocket. Hopefully the Giants realize and watch that film of what they did in the second half versus what they tried to do in the first half. The Giants are going to have to come out aggressive on offense, and that means Daniel Jones using his legs and his arm to keep this game competitive tonight. Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> the line is, is right to me, you know, around 10 and a half, 11 points. These Thursday night games are always a little bit tough to judge. Uh, I have no view on the side of the total, but <clears throat> there are two player props tonight. One I like, and the other is, is maybe my best bet of the entire season so far. Um, as far as the total in the game tonight, being a Giants fan, I know you're objective when it comes to wagering. Did you have a view on this game at all? Yeah, I, th- I thought the – I don't know if I'm, I'm – dream- did this over-under move a lot? Because I thought this over-under was a lot lower before earlier in the week. And I, I, has it moved much or am I wrong about that? No, it's always – it's been it's been pretty much. Okay, all right. Yeah. Right around the number. It's been, it's been around this number, 10 – 10 and a half, 43, 43 Okay, and a half. yeah. No, I, you know, again, like I said, I see this game going one of two ways. Either this is a really tight game, uh, and the Giants kind of, like I said, feed off of what happened last week, or like there's just they're just going to get blown out of the building. Um, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. I, this is kind of one of those games that I want to wait to see how things are going as, as far as game lines go. Uh, sit down and watch the game a little bit, and, and do some in-game betting on, on this one, was. Alrighty, uh, let's get to player props. Did you look it over? Is there anything that really stands out to you? Daniel Jones rushing yards. <laughs> you know he's going to have to, uh, and I believe it started at thirty six and a half, and it's currently at thirty seven and a half. Uh, I like I like the over in Daniel Jones rushing yards. Uh, I think you will see a little bit less of Christian McCaffrey. He's taken on way, way, way too much workload. So 
I'd like to see some other players do some stuff in this game, and I think a candidate to do that is is, is Debo has been getting a few carries. I, I like the over in carries for Debo. Uh, sorry, over in yardage for Debo Cam Debo Samuel as well. Uh, Fourteen and a half over Debo Samuel. So Debo Samuel and Daniel Jones rushing yards are, are two of the prop bets that I have that stick out to me tonight, Wes. To me, I, I, I really feel strongly about two of them. One is, I mean, I, I just feel like is, unless the player gets hurt, it's going to win. Uh, <clears throat> the one that I like is George Kittle over receiving yards. And I'm going to like that one more <clears throat> if IU doesn't play in the game. It's moved up, so I'm not sure if that's maybe with some knowledge that Ayuk's not going to play. It's right now sitting at 42 and a half. And I just saw how open Zach Ertz was. And all it's going to take is one or two of those passes to Kittle with his speed and yards after catch ability for that to hit over. So I'm playing that no matter what, but I am going to make it a really strong play if Ayuk sits. And then my, this could be my player of the year. I am betting Elijah Mitchell over 29 and a half. I bet it at 28 and a half. It's a 29 and a half right now. I believe that the 49ers had their running back usage on Sunday with this game in mind. They didn't even let Elijah Mitchell step on the field. They are not going to kill Christian McCaffrey with 100% usage on Sunday and follow that up on three days rest. This is a very, very good player. We've seen what he could do when he gets carries, when he became the starter due to injuries. Uh, I think Elijah Mitchell over 28, 29 and a half yards rushing is a lid pipe cinch unless this player gets hurt. I don't care what happens, what the game script is. Uh, I just love this play. And again, we don't talk before uh, before we do these things, right? And I had mentioned that, that I thought that Christian McCaffrey was on the field entirely too much to start the season, and this is a Thursday night game, so you and I are, I don't know if that's good or bad, but we are thinking as one. Well, it's been pretty good if people have been following us. Yeah, yeah no, I, I, I agree. So I, I like the thesis. I, I kind of curved into it with Debo Samuel, but you, you're going the uh, Elijah Mitchell way, and uh, I, I can't disagree with the notion either, Wiz. Yeah, I think they'll use Debo in, in typically the way they use him, but I'm not sure what they're going to want to do with him on three days rest either. I just think they told Elijah Mitchell, listen, you're going to sit and – you're going to be in uniform, but you're not going to step on the field on Sunday because on Thursday we are going to give you a strong workload. And I think eight, ten carries is the is the floor for carries for Elijah Mitchell. And I think somewhere about 15 is the ceiling. And even if he gets seven or eight carries, that that he, that's going over. So um, I'm just reading the tea leaves, and I just think this is what they're going to do. And they, you know, with these backup running backs, right? very rarely that you'll see like a clear handcuff running back with a total. So I think they, uh, DraftKings, maybe they're onto this too uh, to make this such a fairly high total, but it doesn't matter. I think Elijah Mitchell is going to end up somewhere with 50 or 60 yards rushing in this game. Is there a line for his rushing attempts? Um, I'm looking at it right now, rushing attempts. Um. I didn't see. I have not seen. I am looking and scrolling. I have not seen anything for his rushing attempts. Let me yeah, see. yeah, he doesn't. He, he doesn't have rushing it. attempts. No, Mitchell's is not up there. Okay, it's not up there. Gotcha. Uh, j- just on DraftKings, uh, 
Yeah, I, I, again, that injury, I didn't see it. I was on the radio listening to it and on the, front, on the phone with, with, with Steph, as I mentioned. But I, I was kind of shocked the next day was, um, if you remember, my two-unit play last week was to bet Nick Chubb yards, which I think was at 79.5 against the Steelers. Uh, that was early in the second quarter. He had 64 yards rushing when that play happened. I had the over. Uh, it was a two-unit play that I did. And uh, shockingly, the next morning, I woke up to an email from, from DraftKings that they were refunding my money uh, and giving me uh, that money back for a bonus bet because of the injury. Same thing with me, and I made a two-person uh, same-game parlay. I bet over uh, Najoku, 29 and a half yards receiving. He had 30, uh, and Nick Chubb as well, over 60 nine and a half yards rushing, or I think I took the ultimate total and 70 yards rushing. So that was just a matter of time that I was going to win that bet. Probably the next carrier two that was going to win the bet. And I also got a, an email refunding money. I mean, I don't, I mean, I don't know if that's typical for what they do in that kind of situation, but, but I did as well. But putting aside the bets, you just have to feel for the player who had a catastrophic injury like that when he was in college and then suffered another one on, Monday night. Yeah, definitely. Our best wishes uh, to Nick Chubb, and uh, we hope to see him back on the field next year, uh, God willing. So uh, that's a wrap, Wiz. Uh, Thursday night uh, cleanup here, um, and uh, let's see what happens. We'll be back over the weekend with our uh, breakdown of the games uh, for for Sunday and Monday. So uh, that's it. Guru and Wiz Fantasy Football. We're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and SoundCloud. Uh, Enjoy the game tonight. Uh, enjoy the college football on Saturday, and uh, we'll be back over the weekend to you, everybody. So, Wiz, have a great one. Thank you, and uh, you do the same.